Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to Podcastage. That was so annoying. <laughs> Today I'm back with a review of a modern Elam 251-style microphone. That microphone being the Telefunken TF51. And if you are interested in this microphone, it will cost you around $1,900. But compared to the Elam 251, which is $11,000, it seems kind of affordable. Like always, I'll throw some links in the description down below, and if you do decide to pick it up, I would love you if you use one of those links. Also, for the majority of this review, I'm running the microphone directly into the Focusrite 18i 22nd Gen. My gain is set at around 115, recording 24-bit 48 kilohertz. Don't worry, I will be running the microphone into the Universal Audio X8 later, as well as a couple of outboard preamps. And if you want a higher quality version of this audio, I will throw a link to podcastage.com in the description down below. And I will not be doing any kind of post-processing to the audio, but I may have to boost it a little bit in post, so check the doobly-doo to see what I diddly did. And now, let's go ahead and talk about what comes in the box. First off, you get this really nice storage box. You will, of course, get the microphone. You will get a microphone sheath, a shock mount, a hard mount, a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter, a couple of extra bands for the shock mount, the cable to connect the microphone to the power supply, the power supply and the cable to power the power supply, and a little bit of documentation. Then as far as the build quality of this microphone, I really don't have any complaints about it at all. It has an all metal body as well as a very firm metal mesh grill which has no give to it whatsoever. As we move around the microphone, there are no buttons or switches on the microphone. On the bottom, you will find the XLR port to connect this to the power supply. The power supply does have an all-metal construction. The XLR ports are all really nice with no wobble outside of the ordinary. You have a nice stepped knob for the polar pattern selection and a clicky power switch. And if it matters to you, the microphone and the power supply were assembled in the USA. Then as far as the specs, the microphone has a cardioid, omnidirectional and figure eight polar pattern, a frequency response of 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz, a sensitivity of around negative 34 and a half dB, a max SPL of 128 dB, an EIN of only 8 dBA, an impedance of 300 ohms, it uses a 6072A tube, and a Hoff T31 transformer. Now on the cardioid polar pattern moving around 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration continuing around to 180 degrees. Here's the rear of the microphone continuing around to the second 90 degree angle. Here we are and then rotating and ending at the front of the microphone. Now we are on Omni moving around to 90 degrees so you can hear the side of the mic in this polar pattern continuing around to the rear capsule of the microphone. Here you go. Continuing to the second 90 degree angle, there it is, and then rotating and ending at the front of the mic in omnidirectional polar pattern. And finally, in figure 8, moving around to 90 degrees to the first dead and null area, completely quiet. Continuing around to the rear lobe of sensitivity, here it is, the rear capsule. Continuing around to the second dead and null area, there it is, and then rotating and ending at the front of the mic on the figure 8 polar pattern polar pattern. 
I always hate doing this test on expensive microphones, but now let's go ahead and test the plosive rejection. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Now I am right on top of the microphone to exaggerate the proximity effect, and here is how it sounds. Now I'm about three inches away from the microphone with it pointed at the corner of my mouth, and here is how it's sounding. About one foot away from the TF-51, about two feet away from the TF-51, and about four feet away from the Telefunken TF-51. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for the Leet Gaming folk, now I am typing on the sad W and spacebar key. Zzz. Now here is how the microphone sounds in a well-treated room. And here is how the TF-51 sounds in a completely untreated space on the cardioid polar pattern. And now in order to see how effective the shock mount is, I'm going to go ahead and tap on my desk to see how much of that noise it can reject. And then I will tap on the boom arm. And now because I'm annoying and I want to be thorough, I'm going to tap on the body to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies. Now like I promised, we're running the TF-51 into two outboard preamps, and then running plus 4 dBU line level into the Universal Audio X8 at 24-bit 48 kHz. The first preamp is the Universal Audio LA610 Mark II. I have the gain at plus 5 and the level at 3.5. I am bypassing the compressor and not doing any EQ, and you have been listening to it. And the second preamp is the Warm Audio WA73 EQ, 40 dB of gain, no EQ, and the output is set to zero, so we are not boosting or attenuating, and that is what you've been listening to while I describe it. And now you will hear the exact same phrase and the exact same performance running through both preamps. And now you will hear the exact same phrase and the exact same performance running through both preamps. And just for good measure, here is another phrase and another performance that you can hear through both preamps. And just for good measure, here is another phrase and another performance that you can hear through both preamps. Now, like I always do, I'm going to do a quick spoken word comparison between the microphone that I'm reviewing and a couple other microphones on the market so we can see how it stacks up against the competition. And also for this segment, I have switched over to the Universal Audio X8, gain set at 33 dB for the TF-51, 24-bit, 48 kHz. And now, let us jump into the comparisons. Like always, we'll start on the microphone that we're reviewing. This is the TF-51, 6 inches off, gain set at 33dB, 24-bit, 48kHz, and let us jump to the first microphone. First up, we are on the Audio-Technica AT2020, a cardioid-only solid-state microphone, $100, 6 inches off, gain set at 35dB, check the lower third, and let's do a bunch more of these things. Back again on the TF-51, absolutely nothing has changed, same gain, same distance, let's jump to another microphone.
Next, I am on the Neat King Bee version 2, another cardioid-only solid-state condenser microphone. I decreased my gain to 30 dB, and this goes for $170 or $180. There you go. Let's do more. All right, here is your palate cleanser on the TF-51. Nothing has changed. Let us jump to the third microphone. Let's do it. Now, I am on the Lewitt LCT 440 Pure. I am 6 inches off, gain set at 30 dB, another cardioid-only condenser microphone that is solid state. This goes for 270 bucks, and that is how it sounds. Let's jump back to the TF-51. I have no idea what the upcoming microphone will be, but I'm sure it will be wonderful. And this is the Telefunken TF-51. Let us jump to whatever mystery microphone is up next. And now we are on the Rode NT1, which is another cardioid-only condenser microphone, which is solid state. It also goes for about $270, 6 inches off, gain set at 32 dB, and here's how it sounds. Let's do more. I would like to congratulate you because you have made it halfway through the comparison section. This is the TF-51. Let us jump to the midpoint. Microphone number 5, I think? Now we are on the Avantone CV-12, which goes for about $500. This is mimicking the C-12, which the TF-51 is similar to, based on Telefunken's marketing material. Cardioid polar pattern, no high-pass filter, no pad, gain at 33 dB, check the lower third, and here's how it sounds. Let's jump back to the TF-51, almost called it the TF-11, and do more comparisons. Goodness gracious, that's going to be super embarrassing if that wasn't microphone 5 and if it wasn't the middle of the comparison section. But this is the TF-51. Let's go to another. Next, we are on the Mojave MA201 FET, another cardioid-only condenser microphone, which is also going to be solid state. This goes for about $800. I am 6 inches off. My gain is set at 36 dB, and that is how it sounds. Let's go back to the Telefunken. We are coming in on the home stretch. This is the TF-51. Check the lower third to see how much I boost all of these microphones in post. And let us jump to the seventh, I think. Who knows? And next, we are on the Neumann TLM-103. Hello, Neumann. This is another cardioid-only condenser microphone, which is solid state. It goes for about $1,200. I am six inches off. My gain is set at 33 dB, and that is how it sounds like. Let us do two more, three more, three more, I think. Who knows? I bet that you never picked up on the pattern, so you didn't know. We're on the TF-51 again to cleanse your palate. Let us jump to the next microphone now. And wouldn't you believe it, now we are on the Telefunken TF-47. This also goes for about $1,900. Six inches off, gain set at 33 dB on the cardioid polar pattern. And here is how the 47-style microphone sounds like compared to the 51 or C12-style microphone that the TF-51 is. Let's do a couple more, I think. Next, we have the penultimate microphone, but first, this is the Telefunken TF-51, 6 inches off, gain set at 33 dB, check the lower third, let us jump to the second to last microphone. And the second to last microphone is the Neumann U87AI, hello Neumann, I am 6 inches off, cardioid polar pattern, gain set at 31 dB, and this is how it sounds, $3,700 versus $1,900, which one do you like better? 
let's jump back and do one final comparison. And I think you all know what the final microphone is going to be based on the microphone that we just compared it against. But first, Telefunken TF51, here is how it sounds. Let us jump to that final microphone. And finally, we are on the Neumann U67 reissue, cardioid polar pattern, six inches off, gain set at 33 dB, check the lower third. This goes for about $7,300, and here is how it compares to the Telefunken TF51. There you go. I don't have any more microphone comparisons, but I would love to hear from you in the comments down below. Which of these microphones was your favorite? Let me know. And now, let us jump to the music test. Tube mics and dirt bikes, I think we should explore Our town, weird sounds like it's 1984 This don't make sense Still didn't hit that last freaking note, I'm never gonna do it But yeah, the lyrics don't make sense, don't expect them to If you do expect them to, <laughs> stop it I'm not a lyricist, I'm not a talented musician and vocalist like Alan Alec Brits, that's who it is. Don't expect that level of musicianship out of me because you're not going to get it. So let's go to the conclusion of the video now. Yeah, I know. I understand. I get it. Criticize me all you want. It has taken me two years to review this microphone. But golly, this thing sounds freaking fantastic. And first up as far as pros has to be the self-noise of this microphone. For a solid-state microphone, an 8 dBA self-noise would be insanely good. For a tube microphone, it's outstanding. If you're looking for a low self-noise, a quiet tube microphone, this is among the best. It is insane how quiet the self-noise of this thing is. Secondly, just like the TF-47, all of the polar patterns on this microphone sound great, so if you're getting this to use it in cardioid, bi-directional, or figure eight, or omnidirectional, you're gonna get great sounds out of it. The off-axis coloration on this thing is very inoffensive, so if you do have reverberation coming in from the side, it's not going to end up sounding funky or ruining your recording. And finally, the accessories that come with this microphone are great. The shock mount does an outstanding job at rejecting shocks, just does exactly what it's supposed to do. And then as far as cons, I only have one, and it is more of an FYI. Given how bright this microphone is, if you put it in front of an extremely bright sound source like an overly distorted and aggressive electric guitar, it is going to come across quite unflattering and a bit unpleasant. So you need to be careful not to throw this in front of anything that's going to have a lot, and I mean a lot, of high-end information because it will exaggerate that. 
And now, what are my overall thoughts and opinions of this microphone? On the electric guitar, that was my least favorite application for this thing. The treble and air on it just got to be a bit too much. It came across quite sizzly. So if you're doing really high gain and aggressive tones that do already have a lot of high-end information, I don't necessarily think this would be the best fit. If you're capturing really dark and clean electric guitar, it may end up working well for that application. But for high gain, aggressive punk metal, not a good fit for me. Then on the acoustic guitar, I think this microphone sounds outstanding. The body of the guitar sounds absolutely massive and huge if you want that. The mids are incredibly clear and they just get out of the way without sounding scooped. And then you have the treble and air which just sound brilliant and give you a very shimmery sounding acoustic guitar. It captures all the articulation on the strings. Just an outstanding sound on the acoustic in my opinion. Next up for singing, again, I think we get a really great sound out of this microphone. In the bottom, you get this really nice weight if you want that. The mids are so clean sounding, they avoid sounding nasally at all. And then we get to the treble and air of this microphone, which I think are the star of the show. You get this really exciting and articulate sound without sounding brittle, without sounding harsh, without sounding artificial. If you're going for that modern, really bright and exciting sound, this offers it and it sounds incredible. And finally for spoken word, I know I'm going to sound repetitive, but in the low end of the microphone, you get this really nice weight and heft and body. And for a higher pitched voice like mine, I think that's really flattering. The mids on this microphone sound incredibly natural. They don't sound scooped. They don't sound boosted. They avoid sounding nasally at all. They just sound outstanding. And then we get to the treble and air of this microphone, and it is offering an incredibly articulate and detailed top section. It is not going to be the smoothest microphone that I've ever heard, and I would absolutely love it if it was a little bit smoother, but it doesn't come across as grating or shrill. It still works extremely well for this application. And now for the $1,900 question, would I recommend the Telefunken TF51? For some people, absolutely. For others, no. First, let's start with the no. If you're looking at the TF51 and wanting to buy it, expecting to get the same performance as the Elam 251, stop. I would recommend against that. The reason being... Telefunken currently sells the Elam 251 for $11,000. They also sell the TF51 for $1,900. I don't know who needs to hear this, but there is zero chance in hell that Telefunken is going to sell you a microphone that sounds as good as the Elam 251 for one-fifth the price. Because then they wouldn't sell a single Elam 251. So if that describes you, I would recommend against buying the TF51, but if you are somebody who is looking for a multi-pattern tube condenser microphone that offers a thick bottom, really natural and neutral mids, and a bright and brilliant top section, then I think this thing sounds outstanding, and it has one of the lowest self-noises that I have ever seen on a tube microphone. Really great stuff from Telefunken here. All right, I think that's all that I've got for you today. If you enjoyed this video, I would really appreciate if you hit that subscribe button. If you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up, hated it, big old thumbs down. What else is there? 
You can hang out in the Discord server, podcastage.com slash Discord. And if you want to support the channel and become one of these amazing people over here, you can do so by clicking that join button or going to patreon.com slash podcastage and joining at the $5 tier or higher. It really truly does help me continue to bring you these videos of extremely expensive microphones that I will never recover the cost from. So until next time, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. You are the best. I will talk to you next week and whoa.